Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Okay, let's get into this today. Uh, I titled it Faithfulness Rather Than the Well-Balanced Life. Because I was thinking this morning, you know, when I was reading and I was, um, hey, Heather, good to see you. When I was, um, uh, you know, thinking of my broadcast for today, I was thinking of a lot of nonstop mom things. I, I, you know, I keep a lot of notes in my phone and I kind of like go back to them uh, when, um, when I'm ready to get on a subject or sometimes I will have a thought in church or I'll have a thought driving in the car and I'm not ready to yet, you know, touch on it, but I write it down because it's like my go back to what do I want to do a broadcast on. And I have a, a bunch of sections in my phone um, under nonstop mom. You know, that's that's what I ended up starting back at um, the end of 2018. And that's kind of how the process of the stepping stones that got me to uh, where I am and what I'm doing in the ministry today is started with um, my podcast that I came out with called Nonstop Mom and how I only spoke to moms, but then it really expanded from there, um, speaking to not only moms and then not only women, but to everybody. And so, but I still like to take certain times um, in my teachings and uh, point it to moms, um, ones that are going to be moms and, you know, into ladies sometimes specifically on a on a title like that but I know that we can get really busy and I was thinking nonstop mom because every season looks different for me <coughs> excuse me every season looks different for me so I just finished homeschooling three kids so it's like my summer right now is um and I, I joked this with uh, Jenna in our office I said oh everyone's gonna know that school is done because now my focus is shifted like on ministry and then in our our um filing system we have online and everything it's like I'm I'm Carolyn's asking this Carolyn's wanting this Carolyn's saying this and it's like people on my team know that like school has come to an end and now Carolyn's focus has you know rearranged because um I made a promise I told Ted I was like no matter how big or you know whatever I get asked to do, um, my children will come before my family, my family, my children, my husband all comes before the actual ministry. Now, not Jesus. Jesus comes as number one, but my family will come before the actual ministry. So there are times in different seasons that maybe you don't see me so much online or, you know, I've had to step back from different things. And so I just, you know, I understand that whole um, wanting to know how to balance everything. That's probably a question that I get a lot. Hey, Liz, uh, is is balance? How do you balance? How do you do this? And I'm not quite sure I really balance anything. Sometimes I wonder. It's almost like my uh, organized mess, if if you know what I mean. And so. I don't know if balance is really the good word. So I titled it today, faithfulness rather than a well-balanced life. Because at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, um, sometimes a lot of hardships that we go through or overwhelming feelings are things that we um, have veered off to and said yes to and really wasn't our lane. And, you know, I'll get into that here in a little bit because I did a podcast, you know, a while back on the power of no. And, um... It's so important that we continue to keep that 
in, in our vocabulary because our faithfulness and making sure we're doing what God has called us to do in each and every season, that's what's going to produce fruit. That's what's going to produce um, us to change levels. That's what's going to produce us to move forward. You know, I love Psalm 1 because it talks about, um, you know, planted by the riverbank and you'll be producing in every season and your your leaves will never never uh wither and so that's how I'm like you know what every season should be a productive season in our life a productive season within our family a productive season of being a mom of being a wife of being you know uh, uh an employee or an employer it should always be productive but sometimes it's going to look different and it's not always I think we strive to look for that word balance balance you know, balance this, um, you know, and, and I laugh cause it doesn't say Jesus said, blessed are the balance for their life is at ease, right? No, it, it's who's obedient, who's willing, you know, they're going to eat the good of the land. They're going to move forward. It's not, you know, <laughs> it's not that, um, whole blessed are the balanced. So I, I think we can get kind of caught up in that word because we all want to figure out, how can we do it all? Now, anyone who has followed Nonstop Mom, I'm all about, you know, I'm the one that says, yeah, you can have your cake and you can eat it too. But we got to figure that out because what someone else is asked to do might not be what I'm asked to do. What someone else is called to do might not be what I'm called to do. And just because there's a need that has to be met in, in certain areas doesn't mean that that's my position. It doesn't mean that that's my calling to meet that need. There's always going to be needs but are we called, are we being faithful to what God has asked of us in our life and within our family? And so that's kind of what I'm getting into it today. Um, so one, we've got to spend time with the word of God in his presence, prayer at all times. It's going to give us direction. If you read Proverbs 31, she was faithful. She was faithful to take care of her family. She was faithful to make sure there was food on the table. She was faithful to make sure she was the wife of noble character. She was faithful to the call that was on her life. And that's why it works so well. And that's why we're all told, you know, we can be the Proverbs 31. If you read through it, she was faithful to the instruction. And so I'm going to go over three things today um, that... I would say if you're drawn to a balanced life, we're going to consider um, whether the Lord is actually calling you to one or more of these, uh, the three things that I'm, I'm talking about, because, you know, that's one, th that, that is a number one question I always get. Well, how do you balance it? How are you traveling? How are you homeschooling? How are you writing? How are you doing all of this? And, and it, it's not that I have any type of system. I don't even have, um, I don't even have a planner. I don't, I don't have, I know, I know, I know, right? I don't have an expensive planner. I don't have anything like that. I have my phone and my iPad and, and the instruction of God and when things need to be done and things look different. I, I laugh because, you know, we have a uh, team meeting sometimes and we'll do it all on a FaceTime call. And we'll be like, okay, so this quarter we're focusing on this, this, and this. And um, uh, let me just tell you, this first quarter did not go in any order that we had talked about at the beginning of the year. New things came up, new God ideas happened, and we still incorporated some of the things, but we had to learn to switch. 
if we start focusing on living this perfect, well-balanced life, we will miss things and instructions that God calls us to because we're so, um, we're so like, I got to follow my planner. That wasn't in my planner. Okay. And so are we actually following God's plans? And I'm not saying if you have a planner, it's bad. I'm not saying, you know, that's just, I just, it's, it, it, it's not how I operate. And so if you have a planner, that's great. But also if you're making plans, I need you to know that if you're filled with the Holy Spirit at the end of the day, can you toss the planner in the trash and can you go by what he's telling you to do? So having a planner is good as long as you're not stuck to it like glue. (laughs) So the first thing I'm going to talk about here, um, about faithfulness, uh, rather than having just a perfectly well-balanced life is faithful obedience, faithful obedience. In, uh, Matthew four, it says in 18, one day as Jesus was walking along the shore of the sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter and Andrew, throwing the net into the water for they fished for a living. All right. These guys were fishermen fished for a living. Okay. Got paid for it. Knew what they were doing. They weren't novice. They understood what it was to fish. They did it for a living. It was their job. And then it says, Jesus called out to them, said, come follow me and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. Total change of course. Total change of course. So faithful obedience. Sometimes our faithful obedience doesn't look as extreme as drop everything and move. You know, that happened to us. We were perfectly happy and um, great in uh, uh, Virginia Beach where we had a good church. Our family was around the corner. We owned a house. Everything looked good. We traveled from there. We were at a great center point to travel north. We started in Virginia Beach. South, we started in Virginia Beach. It was a good middle, it was a good middle road to travel from, out of. And, um, you know, he said, listen, besides the fact that we drop everything all the time and leave and live on the road, now I want you to pick up everything and move because I told you to. That's it. Because I told you to. Not because there's a bad situation I'm trying to get you out of. Not because you're going through something and, you know, you got to get out of there. No, everything looked great. Here, 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 here they are, the disciples. Everything was fine for them. They had a living. They weren't, they weren't broke. They weren't, um, struggling. They weren't struggling at, you know, jobless, kicking the dirt. And he said, listen, just, I got a better, I got a great opportunity. He said, listen, drop everything you're doing and, and come with me. And so sometimes, you know, that might not be, uh, an extreme, but it will look like a, a sacrifice to you. However it is in your life that, that he's asking you to have faithful obedience in will be a sacrifice, will be a sacrifice. And, um, their, their obedience provided for their needs and ended up providing for the needs for others. So being faithful in a little will allow God to prepare you for greater things. So faithful obedience is something that we have to, um, really think about really think about when we are trying to figure out balance of our life. Is this 
something I'm supposed to balance or is this something I'm supposed to step out and do? Because we can take on too much, which is going to lead me to my second point of good stewardship. And like I brought this up at the beginning because I said um, I did a podcast on the power of no, the power of no. We should all practice it right now. Everybody just yell no really loud wherever you are. No, (laughs) the power of no, because there are lots of things uh, we could be doing. There's lots of things I know how to do. There's lots of things I'm capable of running and adding onto my plate. But then I have to stop and say, am I being a good steward of my time? Am I being a good steward of my instruction that was given to me? Because we we can put that overwhelming feeling on ourselves, right? Like ladies who are parents, what do we do? We sign up for every uh, thing at the school. Uh, Our kids, we say yes to every sport they want to take. Then we're the carpool mom. Then we're the snack-making mom. And then we're running here. We're volunteering at everything at church. And, And yes, we should plug into those things. But if we're saying yes to stuff that we shouldn't be saying yes to, then it's going to steal our time. It's going to drain us. We're not going to feel rested. We're not. Then that leaks into what? Other stuff. That leaks into our, our family life. You know, when you're drained and tired, you're on edge, you're not patient. You're not there for your husband. You're not there for your kids. Because we've gone out of the faithful instruction that I just talked about. We've gone out of that. And now we're saying yes to things we shouldn't be saying yes to. And so sometimes we have to really grab that control of that because we will have that thought in our mind, right? You guys are writing no and you guys are writing facts. We have that thought in our mind like, um, you know, we want to be praised for doing well. We want to know that we can do it. But we have to set, you know, that also starts coming from pride. And we kind of have to set that aside and be like, if God didn't tell me to go, if that's not a need that I'm supposed to be meeting, you know, you're going to raise someone else up to do that. I need to stay in my lane. I need to stay in my lane. And so sometimes our lives are thrown off balance because we're poor stewards of what God has given us, instructions, etc. I wrote. And then I listed some things, laziness, right? Skewed priorities that we think are more important than they really should be. And then it takes over. It takes over um it, t- it becomes too much on our plate. Lots of times we feel overwhelmed. Why? Because we said yes when we should have said no. We cause the overwhelming feeling. We cause the unwanted tears that we feel like we're going to burst because, you know, we said yes to too many different things. Now we're feeling pulled in all different directions. So we have to really pay attention to being um, faithful in our obedience and being good stewards. Um, I'm going to read... I'm in Matthew, but I'm going to read Psalm 119 on here that I wrote down, 37. It says, turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and give me life in your ways. Because um, we can take more than our portion and become poor stewards of time. And then I wrote down this. 
we will squander our, our stewards of our good gifts. We'll squander our time and energy on empty pursuits and we get distracted. And then we don't even know. Then we're all crying. Well, what's our purpose? What's our purpose? I have no purpose in life. No, you have a purpose in life. He's given you a specific path to take. He's given you specific children to raise. He's given you a specific husband that you've married and to take care of and jobs and ideas. But if we go outside of that and we don't steward the good things that God's given us and the gifts that he's given you to focus on, then we become whiny. Then we're like lost in our purpose. And I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. That's because you're doing 19 things. If you don't keep your eye on the prize and you don't keep focused, then you will be squandering your time. You will be tired. You will be out of place and wondering, what's my purpose? <laughs> you like that voice? That's my whiny voice. Because we all get like that. We sit there and we're like, Lord, we get all whiny. What's my purpose? What's my plan in life? I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. That's because you've taken on too much and you haven't been a good steward of your time. Matthew 25, 23. Let me get there real fast. And everyone knows this verse. But it says, The master said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I will give you many more responsibilities. So let's gain our responsibilities by doing what God has called us first. You want more? You want more on your plate? You want to have more avenues to say yes to? Let's focus on the small thing first. What is the one thing God's asking me to focus on? You know what? If it's right now being a stay-at-home mom, do that with your entire heart. Do that with everything. Hey, Brooke, do that with everything inside of you. Do it well. Do it well. If cleaning spilled milk is what you are gifted to do right now, then clean the heck out of that floor and that spilled milk from your kids. Don't gripe. Don't complain. Don't try to step out into other things because you feel like that's not your worth and your purpose. No. Do what you're given at a small amount. Everybody always sees people in this, you know, in this part, but it was the little things where God added more responsibilities, gave them more avenues to say yes to because he said, look, you are faithful in your obedience. You stewarded your time well. And now I'm going to add more areas for you to say yes to because you can handle it. And it, like I said, it's not about just being well balanced. It's about your faithfulness. When you're faithful to the things of God, when you go after it, he's going to pour more into you. So take those steps. Take those steps to get to more responsibility that he's given to you. All right. And number three, we're going to have to learn to lose control. What? What? Lose control? That's unheard of for some of us. We have stuff in our hands so tight. You know, I have to work on that with my, um, I have to work on that with my oldest daughter. 
she's a bit of a control freak. <laughs> I'm always like, um, you're going to have to let things go a little bit, Madeline. And I get it. I get it has to do with personalities. Firstborn, secondborn, thirdborn, all of that is like serious. Those are those are real things. Type A personalities. <laughs> Liz says, I'm still learning that. Um, Bethany said, I had a hard time typing that one. And that's that's it. We're going to have to learn to lose control. Lose control. You know, and I think all of us have to work on that in certain areas. For sure, all of us have to work on that in certain areas. And so sometimes our pursuit of balance is carefully disguised for craving comfort or control. We'll use that balance word, but we're just disguising. We're comfortable that way. We're in control. <laughs> yes, Bethany, she says, I'm a firstborn. And um, so we want life to be easy and we feel like we've got it handled. So we don't want to let go of stuff. We want to be in control of, of that well-balanced life. And if I can be in control, then everything can be balanced. So we'll cling to expectations that our schedule should be like, right? How our relationships have to look. Ooh, how our life plans need to play out. Eee. Yeah, that's one that we all have to have to figure out. And that's what I was talking at the beginning about, of letting the Holy Spirit Hey, your big, fancy, expensive planners are all right. But at the end of the day, when, when the Holy Spirit says, rip that page out, or you're going a hard right and I'm telling you to go a hard left, are you going to be okay with that? Are you going to look at your planner and say, well, I can't really do that, Lord, because at nine o'clock on this day, I'm supposed to be here. And then he's going... But um, did I tell you to go there? Did I tell you to be at that spot at that time? And that's what we're going to have to look at in life and in our purpose and what we're doing with our family and our kids and our job, whether you're an employer or an employee. Are we going to be able to lose control? Lose control. How we respond when these, pl when these plans go um, is going to mean everything to the Lord. Are we going to respond in quick obedience? We know that um, delayed obedience is disobedience. So are we going to be quick in our obedience to the Lord? Because how we respond is going to mean everything. Faith-filled response are going to get our prayers answered, are going to have our miracles that we're going to hold in our hands, are our faith-filled obedience response. <laughs> hey, I'm glad Anne-Marie. <laughs> and so if life feels off balance because our expectations, we get unrealistic and are we holding them too tightly? I have to write these questions down as I'm thinking about it when I'm doing these broadcasts because it's stuff that we have to kind of ponder. Does life feel off balance because your expectations can get unrealistic because you're holding on to them too tightly? That's one thing I've had to learn being on the road constantly, being on the road uh, for myself, being on the road with children, being in services all the time. Like I had to let some things go. I have, I have to let some things go and realize, you know, what I thought I was controlling, everything was going to be all right. I didn't need to be in control. We can get to a control of things 
and, and we're not able to hear the voice of God. We're not able to do what God has called us to do because we're not in that position to lose control. Are we more focused on getting what we want rather than surrendering to Jesus? That's the kind of stuff right here. Whose ways are perfect? I want to read, um, oh, I typed it out here. Hold on one second. Uh, Psalm 1830, as for God, his way is perfect. So don't we want to follow the perfect way? It's said over in, um, I think I read it last week in Romans, where it talks about his will being pleasing and perfect for our life. So as for God, his way is perfect, and the word of the Lord is flawless. He is a shield unto all who take refuge in him. And we know in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. And in all thy ways, acknowledge him, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. So our, our, our focus, our eye on the prize is not um, the word balance. It's not going to be balance. So I think that's going to be when people start asking me these questions and writing in, I'm going to be like, let's focus on not using the word balance so much rather than faithfulness. Are we being faithful and obedient to the word, to what our instruction, what God's telling us to step out and do? Are we being good stewards of it? Are we saying yes to too much just because we know how to say it, how to do it? feeling like we need to always um, fill in the gap for the need that needs to be done. There's, like I said, there's always going to be needs that need to be met. It doesn't mean you're called to meet all of them. So find out what you're called to meet and then keep that as your focus. Keep that as what you put your eyes on. And so um, when we abide, abide in him, we know in John 15, he'll abide in us. And um, then we have all we need to live, a life of faithful obedience. So I love Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30. Um, my husband was just talking about this verse last night. But we know it says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, and you'll find rest. Right? So it says, <laughs> he offers us, a yoke exchange. We shouldn't have an overwhelmingness. We shouldn't be crying. We shouldn't be, I don't know what's going on. You know, I don't know. I've got too much on my plate because it says, you know, his yoke is easy, easy and his burdens are light. And to me, having a, a lightness to live in joy is way better than trying to balance everything that I'm not supposed to be doing. Because that's what it gets down to at the end of the day. We're not really balancing everything God's told us to do, right? We're not, we're not really balancing everything. We're starting to balance all the stuff that we've just said yes to. And then we're getting into that overwhelming. I'm tired. I want to give up. I don't want to do this. I can't be the best mom. I can't be the best wife because I'm not focused on the right things. I'm not present. I'm not here. But no, we're called to be faithful 
and obedience to what God's instructed us, called to be good stewardship of being and staying in our lane. And we're going to have to lose control a little bit, lose control a little bit and not focus on what am I supposed to balance rather than let's look at this and let's regroup. Let's look at this and say, okay, these are all the things I'm doing. Are these the things that I've been instructed to by God? Thank you, Lord, for each and every person watching today, listening back on the replay. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us all a purpose in our life, an instruction, a specific path that we're supposed to take. Thank you, Lord, that you speak to us, that you're leading us, that you're guiding us, that we have the Holy Spirit as our light to bring us into the perfect direction and what you have. We don't have to take uh, side avenues. We don't have to feel overwhelmed. We don't have to have burdens. We can live in the blessing of God at all times. Father God, you have given us joy. And we're not going to let anything, we're not going to let things that we're not supposed to be doing steal our joy. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. We're going to walk daily in strength and in love and self-control and peace and faithfulness and kindness and goodness, Lord. That's what you've called us to be. You've called us to walk in every area at full capacity. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the women uh, that work so hard, that are wonderful moms, that you're giving them a supernatural uh, grace to call out what they've called to do, uh, called to do. Lord, if they're working, Lord, that there's a grace on, on putting uh, their best ability at their hands and still giving their family their all. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen. I look forward to seeing you all too, Kim. That's next week. It's going to be awesome under the tent. But thank you so much for hanging out with me today. It was just something that was really, I was thinking about being a nonstop mom and how, you know, now things, I said the other day when I was, um, uh, I think I said it to Tiffany or to Ted, I was like, man, it feels so different to not have school during the day. But then my focus has shifted and now I'm able to, you know, the, the ministry that God's called me into, that he's called me to, to, uh, be a part of now I've, I've, I'm able to focus and stay in that lane. Cause I want to be a good steward. I want to live in faithful obedience and what God's asked me to do. I want to be a good steward of my time and not get out of it. You know, if he's called me for a particular area in our ministry, I want that to be my focus right now. Sure. I could do a whole bunch of other things. I have access to do whatever I want to do, but what's going to uh, be beneficial and cause me to remain in joy and peace and love and to operate at high potential will be doing exactly what God has called me to do. And same for you. Same for you. Think about it this week. Look over. Look over your time. Is there something you can get rid of? Is there something you're doing that God didn't push you in that direction to do and you just felt like compelled? You know, people will get you to sign up for anything. There's good salespeople out there. And there's obviously needs that need to be met. There's plenty of things. There's world hunger. There's sex trafficking. There's, I mean, there's so many things that, that people can be a part of and need. But if it's not something that God has called you specifically to, then don't feel bad saying no. 
You know, a lot of people will jump on the bandwagon and then they get sucked into going to things and being a part of and and doing stuff that ends up being a a waste of time. It's not that I don't care, you know, to go build orphanages. It's not that I don't care to go, you know, free women and and kids from, uh, you know, sex trafficking. It's not that I don't believe in that stuff, you know, and people will get mad at you. Why don't you post about it? Why don't you do something about it? But it's not that I don't care about it. It's because that's not what God has, has given me as a, as a need to meet and a focus. So I've got to learn to stay in our lane and have the power to say, you know what? If God's called me to that, I will, I'm going after it. That's a gift and I'm going to do it well. But if not, I'm going to stay in my lane until, like I said, as he's given me little and you prove to him, he'll add on to you greater responsibilities. And, and you'll have more on your plate that he's given to you. It's better to have more on your plate that he's provided for you than all the stuff that you're just adding to it yourself because that's what you feel like you need to do. So let's take, let's take time this summer, you know, to really like, if we need to detrash, if we need to be like, I'm going to get rid of some of this stuff because I'm going to live in supernatural peace. I'm not going to let anything steal my peace and my time. And I'm going to live in love and I'm going to feel rested. And I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm not going to add on burdens to me because his, 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 his said, I'm going to make it light. I'm, you're not going to have a yoke around your neck. So let's not put the yoke around it. And in Jesus name, I love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me. Um, we finished tonight as far as I know, uh, here in Danville, Virginia. So if you're anywhere you can drive, we want to see you. Honestly, it was packed last night and Tuesday night. Very uh, few seats left. It was phenomenal. Um, It's been great to see a lot of Victory Tribe that have driven in. And um, uh, and then next week we start under the tent in York, Pennsylvania. So I hope you're able to make it for there that Sunday through Friday. Then the next week, I'm super excited. We're going to be with um, uh, one of my favorite men of God and his wife, uh, brother Mark Hankins and sister Trenna Hankins in Louisiana. Uh, we're going to be speaking at uh, his camp meeting for three days. All the details are on our website. 